Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. It's always that one time you need a defense attorney and you just don't know who to call, right? Well, I'm telling you, Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, he's the best in the business when it comes to a defense attorney. And he's a former prosecutor, so he knows the other side of the courtroom. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide, has handled litigation in over 19 different states. If you need Manny, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com. He stops by the show twice a month. Got any questions? Leave it on our hotline, 404-369-3825, or on our social media off podcastthebs.com. Raise your hand if you want any more of these in your life. Productivity, energy, focus, well, bam. Magic Mind can do that with these delicious little green productivity shots each and every morning. You take one, and you start your day with a boost, possibly replacing those four cups of coffee that you have before noon. Be more productive, more focused. Get more done in less time. Sleep better. Have less stress and anxiety. Be more creative, so on and so forth. One of the ingredients in Magic Mind is L-theanine. Helps increase focus and attention. Now, L-theanine binds with the caffeine molecules in matcha and prevents the full blocking of receptors, reducing or dissolving the caffeine crash and jitters, you feel. It's nature's time-released caffeine. So take advantage of this opportunity right now. 40% off your subscription. This is limited time opportunity. Magicmind.co backslash the BS. M-A-G-I-C-M-I-N-D dot C-O backslash the BS. Put promo code the BS20 and get your 40% off your subscription. Every week, there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, there it is, episode 37 of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissors studio. And beautiful Roswell, Georgia, there's Nader Tater Vaders still in his high school bedroom there in Iowa. Is that, uh, is that Tubbers on the bed snoozing? Yep. Yeah, yeah he's back there yeah. sleeping. Snoozing. He's like, I ain't getting up for this shit. I'll tell you that. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon Thrasher in the Zelensky Studios there in noon in Georgia. Hello, Brandon Thrasher. Hello, folks. Sucking on your vape. Yep. Yeah. It's me going in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just a little kicker upper. A little kicker picker, sore picker upper. Uh, so, how's the visit been uh, quickly, Nate, with uh, with the folks there in Iowa? We'll get into your reunion on tomorrow's episode, but I'm curious how, how just being back, is it making you miss, you know, coming back to the United States? Is it making you miss little things that you don't have in Mexico? Eh, not really. I mean, I still don't have a car. It's still uh, it's still like 100 plus degrees, so, and it's a little more humid than Mexico, actually. So uh, I feel right at home. <laughs> I know your wife was very excited to do laundry with her laundry beads. <laughs> yeah, no, just do laundry in general. She hasn't done laundry in like 10 months. Oh, just to do laundry. It says, so, it says, <laughs> so it says no one, especially no woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess that's uh, one of the things she missed. And then she, when we were leaving, she grabbed her, uh, or she was getting like different debit her debit card because she doesn't really use hers in mexico mm. and uh she grabbed her target card and i was like what's that for and she's like well i'm gonna go to target so she was excited to go to target and use her target card again <laughs> the, the, the day you're supposed to leave and go back to mexico she's gonna be like look i love you i i don't want to leave you but it's really laundry and target are you and i'm going to take laundry and i'm going to take target over you i'm sorry i can't leave that behind not again <laughs> i hope that yeah we, we still have a walmart uh all right this episode of the good the bad the ugly presented by watkins law firm tyler watkins he's the man trial litigation attorneys uh, we're talking personal injury wrongful death contracts transactions landlord tenant disputes general civil litigation type of stuff but tyler's your guy no a few of you have already gone to him which is great watkins law firm and it's worked out, too, so that's even better. WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, or his phone number is 770-648-4009. And we definitely appreciate Tyler Watkins for being a sponsor of this uh, fine podcast program. 
All right, the good, the bad, the ugly, how this works. For those not in the know, uh, we have three news stories that we have collected over the week, and we'll put them under the umbrella of good and bad and ugly, and then we'll discuss. Very simple stuff, but you get uh, you get learned a little bit. You know what's going on in the world. It might not be a story that you had seen uh, or even thought about discussing, but we will. So let's start out with the good. The good. There was a poll that was taken that said most Americans want to yank SCOTUS's job for life. That would be Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, poll finds two and three favor mandatory retirement age or term limits. Uh, I, I still don't know why we we don't do this, it, especially for the Supreme Court people. Um, you know, then they break it down here. The, the poll from the APNORC Center for Public Affairs Research finds 67% of Americans support a proposal to set a specific number of years that justices serve instead of life terms. In case you didn't know, they get life terms. Like, you, you have a gig for life. That's why they, they look like corpse. They look like tails from the crypt up there in their robes, some of them. Uh, including 82% of Democrats and 57% of Republicans. Obviously, that's going to be a bigger Democrat percentage right now because of the way the Supreme Court leans. Uh, right now, the Republicans are like, no, it's not a, this is not a bad team we got up there. I got to tell you, they're doing some pretty good stuff. Uh, views are similar about a requirement that justices retire by a specific age. So outside of... Like, I think a lot of things need to be revamped with our system. And, you know, you, you walk on the edge of there's there's a fine line of tradition and history, which you don't want to fuck with. And there's evolution, which you don't want to be the person that says we have to overly change because that's the way the world. It's like it's a weird middle ground that you you and I get it. I, I, I totally understand. I'm not big on changing a lot of stuff in history. But if it's offensive and detrimental and to, to, to a community and a group of people, then you have to evolve. So it's not that you're erasing history. You're just moving past history and you're leaving it, well, in the past. It's history. That's what you should be doing anyway, right? I mean, it's, you can remember it, but you don't have to, you know, put it out in big Vegas bright lights. But, you know, these presidents that are, you know, if Biden goes again and he gets elected again, which I don't think would happen or will happen. The dude's going to be like in his like 90s, right? I mean, see, that's, there's no reason. Even Trump, and I know a lot of people still love this guy, Donald Trump. But, dude, he's old as shit. Like, it's just time is going to catch up with you. There should be a cutoff of the age that you can be president. Um, and, I mean, I'm willing to go uh, even to Here's the thing. If the if historically retirement age was 65, why are we electing presidents at 70? It's like they're taking the Home Depot job. You know, after you retire, you get that extra job, you know, just to occupy your time and to put a few dollars in your pocket. You know, you're bagging groceries at the local grocery store. What are those jobs? Bagging groceries? Uh, Yeah, okay, so that's a job I can get when I'm 80. What else can I do? Work at Home Depot, Lowe's, yeah, very knowledgeable about tools. I just have to try to remember what aisles things are in. My memory's not that great. Okay, I could do that. What's another job I could do at 80? You could be president of the United States. Shit, are you kidding me? My company wanted me out at 65, but you, I can run the, the, the biggest, most powerful comp, uh, country in the world at 80? That's awesome. I think I'm going to sign up for that. I mean, it's a little ridiculous, right, Nate? I mean, the age thing you get, I mean, it's not ageism. It's just fucking common sense. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think there's a meme going around and it's like, what? At 70 and 80, people are deemed unemployable, but then they're right. exclusively running the country. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's insane. And I don't But the, the hard thing is, is like, what do you what age limit do you put? Because just like anybody with anything there, there's a there's a 70 year old running marathons and there's another 70 year old that can barely walk to the grocery store. So I mean, maybe I guess they would have to come up with some kind of cognizance test because you can't say, you know, oh, well, at 67, you're not mentally fit to run a country anymore because there's somebody that probably is. We just happen to run, uh, you know, vote people in that are super old and probably shouldn't be in there. 
Well, if you look at it like, and I know a lot of people, especially that that they like Donald Trump, if you look at the country as like running a business, you know, there's there's a mindset where people are like, let's look at it as running a business. Okay. Well, if you look at it at running the business, do you want the old blood in the business? Running the business. The guy that started the company, you got the utmost respect for him. But the guy's senile. He's got no new ideas. He's stuck in the past. He's not going to take the company to the next level. You want somebody young in charge. I mean, we're seeing this with Vince McMahon and the WWE. I mean, Vince McMahon retired from WWE. That's huge. Right? Now, there's all those allegations that I'm sure forced him to retire Actually, there's no doubt in my mind that's the reason why he retired. But now it's in the hands, at least, uh, uh, you know, currently with his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, and this guy, Nick Khan, who's really good friends with The Rock. But, the you know, the you, you go get into that position and you're younger, and she's probably, probably about my age, you know, in her 40s or something. She's going to come in with fresh ideas and, and a different perspective because she's a, she's a different generation. McMahon's a baby boomer. Our presidents are baby boomers. And, you know, the next generation to take over that would be my generation, which is Gen Xers. And I like to think that we're fairly open-minded people, uh, the Gen Xers. I mean, we were a rebellious generation. We were a fight-the-power generation. We were a rage-against-the-machine generation, uh, for the most part, you know. So, if you want a company and you see a lot of these, especially these uh, Silicon Valley startups that are run, you know, that, that are, that are, their CEOs, their presidents are, are 24, 25 years old. They've just got a different outlook on life. It's a fresh outlook. It's a, it's a, Hey, look, that's how we've always done it in the past. It's not working. I have the power to say it's not working. I have the balls to do something different. I'm going to do something different. Like that one CEO, that uh, during the pandemic, instead of firing people, he gave them raises. He took money out of his own pocket. And they followed up with him, you know, two years after the fact. And he's like, our business is booming. And we have the same exact employees that were here before the pandemic. You know, no no boomer is going to do that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, then there's also the other side. You don't want them too young that have no idea. Like, you don't want a president that's, the only managerial experience he's had is like a Wendy's when he gets in there, you know, you, you want to have somebody with a little experience. So you got to have that happy medium. But I mean, even back to the, like the, um, SCOTUS, like it, yeah. How can you make rules when you're 90 and you can, you know, you don't know where you are or what you're doing. Um, <laughs> you can't yeah, even so, make your own decisions. <laughs> yeah. And I'd even go, I mean, taking away the term limits, I'd even go a step further and say, I feel like those are jobs that should be voted in. I don't think any, because the the Supreme Court should be no-sided left or right. It should just, they should just be deciding or interpreting the laws. So I don't think it should be, you know, this president is putting in this guy or whatever. I think we should all vote. I mean, they're all interpreting the laws that we have to go by. So why are we not voting these people in? Well, they're interpreting the, they're interpreting the laws for the laws that are not black and white, that weren't written to be black and white. Many of our laws that were written by our forefathers were meant to be uh, kind of open-ended, where it's like we trust that sh- you know, you're going to be... It's, it's like a kid, and the parent comes to the kid and says, look, I'm not going to tell you to do this, but here's what I'm going to say. And then you have to go, okay, they're testing me, and I'm going to figure, okay, so don't throw a party while you're out of town. Oh, don't go in the liquor cabinet. Don't open that expensive bottle of champagne. Oh, that you're not telling me not to do it, but you're kind of saying don't do it. Okay, I get it. That That's that's what they're doing. They're interpreting the law. But when they are overly conservative, they're going to interpret the law and justify their interpretation by being an over with an overly conservative viewpoint and the same from the far left you know if you have an extremely liberal leaning scotus member then they're going to interpret the law like i know why dude it fucking did everything you know they're gonna have a different way of looking at it so you know but i i don't know if you campaign because those aren't the type of people that campaign then you then you turn these people into politicians 
And, you know, then you've got money coming in in order for them to get the job. And you can't have that as a judge, you know, even though, um, no, there's no judge that's elected. No, there's a, yeah, there's no judge that's elected. They're all appointed, right? I feel like it, but I don't know. I feel like I voted for it. I mean, don't you feel like you've seen it on the, the ballot at one point, like judge, blah, 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 unless that's just his title or something, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to look. I think that's when you voted for Judge Reinhold. And, yeah, that uh, is you, right. you thought it was he was an actual judge, but no, he was just not an actor anymore, and he was running for sheriff. <laughs> I think we're getting it confused with sheriff. You know, you vote you vote in a sheriff, but you don't vote in a judge. Judges are appointed, all judges. I want to say. Uh, no. So the federal judges are appointed says how many states elect judges over half of the u.s states hold elections for state supreme court judges wow what uh is georgia or florida one of them um it doesn't it doesn't have a list here let me find because i don't think i remember ever voting in a judge that'd be a good gig huh brandon to be a judge just sit up there and just (laughs) jail time no jail time you can come back to my chambers and we can work something out and you won't get jail time young lady okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, do you think I have anything under this robe? But maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it says um, some of them elect judges in partisan elections, some in nonpartisan, and some use retention elections. But Georgia is one that votes in judges for nonpartisan elections. So, yeah, we do vote for judges. Really? I don't ever remember voting yeah. for a judge, Nate. Those are the informed uh, voters we got right here. Three of a uh, three out of three don't remember. Still, <laughs> we're voting for. Do you, do you me- Where are we? Do you remember voting for a judge, Brandon? Mm-mm. Brandon's voted like once. Yeah, in life. Uh, He's like twelve. Did you you voted in the last election? Do you vote in any of the elections? Yes, midterms. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Your local elections are the. I always think the local elections are the most important. You know, who you want, and, and it's a good, I think it's good to educate younger people on how to research. And you can actually reach out and touch these types of people, you know, and say, all right, what's this guy going to do? I had a guy come to my house running for city councilman or, I don't know, something, maybe mayor. I, I, I don't remember. He was a very nice man. Older man, you could tell he's done well for himself in life. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, this dude's pissed off because... Uh, in, in the city that I live in, Roswell, they've had this uh, little portion under construction for the last fucking three years. <laughs> and the <laughs> last people that were in office in our small town of Roswell somehow screwed it up. And, like, the contracts were bad, and there was some undermined, underhanded deals going. I mean, just like it was the whole thing was a cluster. So the guy is going door to door, which you don't see very often anymore. And he's like, yeah, pissed off about this. And you put me in there. I'm going to fix it. I'm like, done, dude, you're good. I was like, you're, I'll, I'll go and vote. And I don't know anybody else, but I know you. So I'm voting for you. How about that? He's like, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. I'll stop by the, I'll stop by the library. I don't have an issue with that. But you know, you, it's also embarrassing too. I think, you know, when, if you're trying to be a, every country's got to be progressive in some some way, because every day somebody else is doing something different and better, and it is a competition. You know, countries are competing. the The industrial sec- sector is competing. The financial then competing. Everybody's competing, and you have to have somebody. I believe in in a whatever position of power that is always a forward-thinking individual. They're never content on what they had. You know, and you look at our past presidents, like, you know, George W. Bush, when he went into office, he was like, he did nothing up until September 11th. And even people that voted for him were like, what the fuck? Maybe he should have lost this election. Like, the guy hasn't done anything. Like, we haven't even heard from him. The only time you see him is out playing golf, right? And then 9-11 happened, and he turned into a totally different president doesn't matter how old you are, what family you come from, what your upbringing was, you can be a changed person, a changed man based off of a, an event. And uh, I, th- I thought he did as good of a job as he possibly could while he was in office, uh, and he rallied the country, which is not an easy thing to do. You know, so I, I, you know, we all like to make fun of him because 
he could barely talk. And when he did talk, he didn't pronounce his words very well. But the dude, when it was all said and done, you know, he brought us together, which is which is a, the main job that a leader should have is to bring the country together. But when you're sitting there eating soft food and you got cookie crumbs on your chin and you don't know where you're at and you're falling asleep standing up, you can't bring anybody together. There's the United States of America. <laughs> I mean, I look at Biden. Biden looks like he's, you know, every president you say you look like they've aged, you know, 10 times faster. Well, this guy didn't have that type of, like, lead way. <laughs> he was already. The last two, Trump too. He didn't, he didn't seem to change too much. Um, well, I, you know, I, well, like usually I, the hair goes gray, but I don't know if he has plugs or something. But I was going to say Trump, Trump was like, Trump didn't look like he aged, like, like Obama looked like he aged a lot, you know, yeah. Um, Biden looks like he's super fast aged. I mean, he is. Oh, I don't think he looks any different. I mean, oh. he was a, a white hair when he came in. He's he's a white hair now. He doesn't look any different to me. He's just he's still Grandpa Biden. <laughs> look, look, look at the back of his hair. It's getting that crypt keeper stringy strawy hair when you're you know, like when you're in the coffin already, or when you're old and you 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 have a good head of hair. You've got it on your hair, but you're just keeping every strand as much as possible. His hair has gotten thinner, and it's getting like it sticks out more. <laughs> like he's got a a mullet in the back, an old man mullet, <laughs> moving a lot slower, getting more liver spots. He's just there's no way that guy can run for office again. There's just no way. It, it just it's impossible. He just doesn't have the energy. Take a break, dude. I appreciate you. Thanks. No, and I don't think the party people would let them. I don't either. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have to find some. They gotta find both parties. Got to find some like superhero young strapping lad, you know, that just just got a cape on. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but the problem right now is like like what you said is they they need to find each side needs to find somebody that can bring everyone together. Everyone that they've kind of leaned towards who may run or they're picking or whatever are extremes. They're not like somebody that can see both sides. They're like, this guy is pushing our side super hard. Let's put him in office, you know, or let's put him on, uh, on the campaign trail. Yeah. They all say the same shit, you know, especially when they address, you know, the, the, they get elected and they address Congress for the first time, you know, they do a state of the union type of deal. And they come in and, they talk about how bipartisan they are, and so there are not none of them are. You know, I mean, yeah. like it, it. You can get bipartisan stuff done when it's beneficial to your agenda, but you know, very rarely are you going to see somebody from the left be in a position of power that says, you know, I don't necessarily agree with this. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm going to help you get it done. And the same thing from the right. They're just not going to do it because it goes against everything they believe in. You know, that's not bipartisan. We live in such a hypocrisy. It's it's ridiculous. You know, every day it's the the message of, you know, don't don't be uh, don't 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 be diver- um, not diversive, but uh, divisive. And, 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 you know, don't don't no separation and everybody's in it together and everybody's all we're just one big team. But we're the country's built off of two separate parties fighting all the time. How can you expect the rest of the people in this country to come together as one when the leaders can't can't come together as one? You set a horrible example. You fu- yeah, they're all fighting on Twitter. It's so weird to see these like 40, 50, 60 year olds like bitching at each other on Twitter. Like, where the fuck are we? It's so strange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's the good, you know, and I put that under the good because I, I, I think the same way. I think not only the SCOTUS's job, but a lot of other jobs of people in power should have a, an age cap, maybe a, what would you say, a cognitive test that they have to do? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, like at the DMV. Yeah. Or be able to see, hear, and know where you are. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> you put them in a room with four signs. There's a Bennigan's, there's a Chili's. There's a TGI Fridays and then there's an Applebee's sign and you, <laughs> and you, and you, and you decorate it like one of the restaurants. You go, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this is what you have to do. If, if, uh, or the cognitive test for, um, for the president should be, they have to order food off of Uber eats. If they can't figure it out, <laughs> you can't be president. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and remember to tip or order, order an Uber and remember to tip afterwards, knowing that you have to go back. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. 
Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health, 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction, pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. All right, so that's the good. How about some bad with some good? The bad. All right. Uh, This is a nader tater one, I guess, because this is all about millennials. Millennials uh, don't go too far from the nest, meaning that they just don't move where they grew up from. Uh, At age, by age 26, what are you doing here? There we go. By age 26, more than two-thirds of young adults in the U.S. lived in the same area where they grew up. Um, 80% had moved less than 100 miles away. 90% resided less than 500 miles away. Migration distances were shorter for black and Hispanic individuals compared to white and Asian young adults. And the children of higher-income parents traveled farther away from their hometowns than those of less wealthy parents. Uh, For many individuals, the radius of economic opportunity is quite narrow. The study looked at the likelihood of people born primarily between 84 and 92. When were you born, Nate? Uh, 83. 83. Brandon, when were you born? Oh, you were born like the 2000s or something. 99. Or 99. In one example of the trend, three-quarters of people who grew up in the Chicago area stayed there. Los Angeles was the top destination for those who moved out of state, but that accounted for 1.1% of young adults from Chicago. Atlanta was the most popular destination for young black adults moving away from their hometowns. I believe that. Followed by Houston and Washington. Young black adults who grew up in high-income households were multiple times more likely to move to these cities in a new great migration, as they call it than those from low-income families. I put this under the bad because I, 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 don't, I think you should, you should get away. I think you should move. Um, you know, there are some people that stay in their hometown for forever, and I'm not saying that's a horrible thing. I just think that you miss out on a lot of learning opportunities when you're not put in a situation outside of your comfort zone. You stay in your hometown because it's a comfort zone. And, and I get it. I, I, and then there's a part of me, I want to be completely honest with you, there's a part of me that wishes that I could do that. I've tried to do that numerous times in my life. I tried to stay in Orlando. I tried, but, but you have to go after opportunity. And a lot of times opportunity isn't in your own backyard. You've got to follow it. It's not going to follow you. And so uh, I just, I, I think that, you know, you need to get out and like, I purposely wanted to be out of state for college. 
I wanted to move away from my girlfriend of four years, six years. I was like, I, 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 I could have gone to college with her, but w- what would we have learned in life? What would we have learned about each other? We learned that we weren't meant to be together. You know, so be it. That's that's how it was supposed to be. Now, if I would have if I would have gone to the same college, would the results have been the same? Probably. It probably would have been worse, actually. You know, we would have realized it and it would have been awkward and then we would have been uncomfortable and we would have had to have dealt with it and still see each other. You know, so that's weird. But I don't know. I put that under the bad because I think that you should, you know, get out. That's, you know, my daughter wanted to go to L.A. I, I, I said, that's fine. And and I know this might sound a little hypocritical because I was like, I'm going to L.A. too with her. I think everybody understands when you send your kid to L.A., you got to be around there. I'm not saying we were moving to L.A., but we were going to be somewhere around there. She's changed her mind. She wants to stay in Georgia, uh, at least for a couple years. And she wants to get her business degree before she goes on and does the hair and makeup stuff. I'm like, great. That's fantastic. The problem is, is I don't know if I'm going to be here next year i'm just waiting for her to graduate high school and that's fine because she's now eight she'll then be 18 in college not that she's completely on her own she'll never always be she'll never be on her own completely i'll always be there for her Her mother will always be there for her. but it's time for you to start taking responsibility and if you have the safety net around you it's almost impossible to take responsibility so that's why i put that under the bad name yeah, I, I 100% agree. I moved away from home, and I think everybody should at some point, even if you go back, just to experience the world world a little bit. But I don't know. This kind of surprises me because I feel like the millennial generation are the generation that does move away from home. They are digital nomads, and they're you know going you know traveling and going all over the place. But I guess what was it like a hundred miles? So yeah, maybe if you settle down like an hour away. Um, but then on the other hand, um, I've read a lot that in the future, people aren't going to have to move for the, you know, a lot of, you know, especially radio personalities have to move for their job, wh- wherever it is like, Oh, I've got to move to, you know, Cleveland or whatever. And, uh, and now the, the American workforce won't have to move their families just for their jobs because so many things are done online or remotely. I saw an article this morning, actually. Uh, no, it, yeah, it was an article, but it was in a Facebook group that I'm a part of. It's Maryland is a cult. You know, so people <laughs> that are from Maryland, we, we do th- weird things that people in other states just don't understand. So it's it's Maryland is a cult. It's a private Facebook group, and, and I'm in it. I'm in it. It's got great stories. And Maryland, uh, Baltimore, is, is a pretty good radio town. Uh, they, they've had radio personalities that have been there for a very long time and the, the city kind of likes their radio people, which is cool. There was a guy named weasel that, and I'm not familiar with this guy, but I guess he's been on the air for 50 plus years. Okay. I mean, the guy, the guy's been around for, he's like 70 years old. He looks like he's a 70 year old radio DJ and he's been doing this three hour radio show like uh wacky weekends with weasel or something like that and he plays all types of music and whatever station he works at just fired him and he's like i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) i'm like yeah dude you're fucked you're 70 years old you've been a radio dj working i think for the same company for forever doing this this weekend show getting paid probably nothing for his entire life, but he just loves to do it because he loves radio. He's one of those types of people. You can tell he's one of those types of people. And they just threw him out on the streets. Nobody's going to hire him. No. I mean, who wants the Wacky Weasel weekend? What Did did you look it up? To Do you know what I'm talking about here? Yeah, I'm trying to, but it's, it's one of those... Uh... It's behind a paywall, so I can't really read about him. But yeah, I found him. He looks like the Crypt Keeper. He's old. With the article, or his was? Does he have a website, or is he on social media? Like, no, I just I, found it on a news article. I think he, I think he said he's not on social media. He's not on Facebook. He's not on Twitter. He's not on anything. He just does his wacky weekend weasel show, and and they fired him. And then when they went to go ask the and I don't know what company this was, they went to go ask management and like what what did you what are you doing? Why'd you fire the wacky weasel guy? And they said, look, you know, it's just that's how things are. It's how the radio business is, and you know, we we appreciate the services and all the bullshit, 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 bullshit. And then they finished up like it was not a it was not ageism. 
because we still have pretty much they said we still have two old people that work for us. <laughs> they named him. <laughs> yeah, it looks like and and they uh they broke the news to him on Zoom, so I'm surprised he could even get on Zoom because you're right. He says he has no Facebook, no Twitter. He doesn't even drive to work. Volunteers shuttle him in there because he he can't drive. <laughs> you know, I, I I when I saw the story, I was a little surprised too, Nate, because you're right. The millennials to me are even more risk takers than the Xers and they are the digital nomads. They will take that choice. They, they were the start of a, a generation of like, like I would credit the great resignation with the millennial generation. I think the millennials are the ones that led the charge in like saying, dude, fuck this. Oh my God. I've got a laptop. I've got a plane ticket. I've got a spot to stay, going to Mexico, I'm doing websites, and I'm going to do some shit on Fiverr, which, by the way, nothing costs $5, and I'm going to get paid for it. That's 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 the tits. All I need is 1000 bucks. I can get 1000 bucks working on my laptop at the pool with a beer in a day. So why do I got to go work for that asshole? He was up my, he was that guy, with, and, and then the other guy, he kept touching me, and I don't need that shit. You know, healthcare, I go to the pharmacia, get steroids whenever I want it, a Z-Pack whenever I need it, you know? So I think the, yeah. I think the millennials led that charge. Yeah, and I, it's weird because I don't think of, I mean, I think they said it was in the article, it was declining since the 50s. Like, yeah. mo- most, like, grandparents you talk to, like, they've lived in their house for 49 years. They, you know, you, you don't hear grandma saying, like, oh, yeah, I just moved to Maui two weeks ago. You know, like, they're, they they grow up in the same small town, and they, they live and die in that same small town, and that's fine. Um, but that's what I feel like with, the like, maybe the boomer generation a little bit more. So, yeah, it surprises me. Did you ever want to move away, Brandon? You stayed in the same place. Yeah, I thought about it. Probably when I'm a little, uh, maybe, like, 28, I'll move. Give me about five years to get a good financial base going on so yeah. I just move wherever and get a house. Okay. You know, the more you say that, the less it'll happen. You do understand that, right? What? Or like plan ahead? No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with planning ahead. Uh, it, it's the, the, you just got to pull the trigger. Uh-huh. You just got to pull the trigger. Just like Nate, you know, Nate, like we're moving to Mexico. He pulled the trigger, you know, it, he thought about it for a second and then just pulled the trigger. I mean, that dude, that motherfucker pulled the trigger fast. He pulled it so fast, he didn't even ask me to get the gun for him. And usually that would have been something he would have talked to me about, right? Because, you know, right. the radio show and stuff. But he pulled the trigger. He was passionate about it. He thought this was the right move. Obviously, it's worked out well for him. So you got to pull the trigger. You know, I, lo- I learned the pulling the trigger because I was always very hesitant on making a lot of big decisions earlier in my life. And one of my program directors, this is when I got into rock radio. So this would have been the early 2000s. And uh, this program director, his name is Pat Lynch, and he's a great guy. Uh, he taught me so much, directly and indirectly. Like, I would not be half the broadcaster I am today if it weren't for this man. And I remember it was just a quick conversation in the hallway where. My, I, I just got married to my first wife and we were going to buy our, our ha- house. This would have been the first house that I purchased for me. I, I, I'd owned houses prior and for rental and investment opportunities, but I never, I'd always lived in condos. I was always a condo guy. I loved condos. You know, no yard work. I didn't have to deal with the shit. Just, that's cool. It was very bachelor-esque, right? But now, man, I was like, let's get a house. We'll move outside the city a little bit, kind of in the burbs. I don't know. And at the time, the price of the house was a little bit more than what I wanted to spend. I don't want to tell you the price because it's going to make you laugh because it's so low. But I was just like, I didn't want to spend it. And I remember just, I remember having that quick conversation with him in the hallways. And he goes, he looks at me and he goes, Jason, you got to live somewhere. Just do it. I was like, that makes so much fucking sense, dude. You do. You're right. You just have, you have to live somewhere. Why don't you live somewhere where you're not paying somebody else money? Right. I was like, that's great. And then a year later we sold it cause I moved to Tampa and I ended up making a, a hundred thousand dollars on the house. Like that was a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good uh, piece of advice there. So you, you just have to do it, right? You have to pull the trigger. If you want to move, move and figure it out when you get there. 
But if you wait five years, you're going to be more established here and you're going to find more reasons why you can't move than why you can. Where would you move to? I don't know. I don't know exactly where I'd want to move, but I kind of like the idea of a, like a home base and then just traveling, you know, different places. So you want to be extremely rich (laughs) and you want to have like, yes, those long road trips to mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I just gotta get to PCB, man. Just gotta I just want a straight shot to PCB. I gotta get there. I gotta get there. Uh you don't know where you'd want to move? Like a city? Um where would I you thought f- about LA, duh. You <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, I told you if I ever go there, which I, I don't think I am now, but if I ever go there, I'm I'm not taking you. I just live in your crawl space. You won't even know. No, no, no. Just no, you're on the bottom of your truck when you'll head out. You're not coming. You're, you're you just you just live on the street there, man. I mean, there's like those tent cities and shit. They got a whole community That's cool. for you. <laughs> Literally right next to downtown. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you're camping. Good old boys in the city. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good TV show. Yeah. Should pitch it while you're out there. Nate, where, where <laughs> okay. do you where do you see Brandon fish out of water? Where do you see him at? Fish out of water, um, like Miami, maybe. Yeah, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'd fit in Florida. You fit in most places in Florida, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Florida, like Gainesville or Swanee or Oak. Uh, was it uh, Oak? Uh, not Oak Hill. Is it you know, like where the Biffalo? Yeah, those types of places. Biffalo's but I can Flo- see him being on like the East Coast, like uh, Cocoa Beach. You know that, or even up in the Panhandle, that Redneck Riviera. You could you could fit in right, uh, pretty well, right up there. Mm-hmm. And you can do your backflow stuff. You got backflow in Florida, right? Uh, how do you get certified? How does that work? Didn't you just go on Groupon? No, no it's through the state. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that a big deal? It's a test online. Five questions. Yeah, a class. It's like a forty-hour class. Forty-hour class, like like a real estate agent. Yeah, something like that. No, do you do your own uh, classes, or do you have somebody else do them? What do you mean? Wait, you take classes? Whatever classes it is to become a certified backflow ho. Yeah, you got to go, go take them yeah. somewhere. Oh, you have to go into a class. You can't take them online. Yeah. No. Uh, no they, must, they must figure that people that do backflow stuff for a living can't figure out the online classes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, let's do it in person. Let's, 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 let's bring them to the actual school. There's, there are like two places in the state of Georgia you can do it. Where are they at? Carrollton and I can't remember the other place. Somewhere north side, really north. All right, we need to open up a new backflow school. Where do we want to put it? Let's put it in Carrollton. That's the spot. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our new backflow hub, Carrollton, Georgia. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Looking for a new deck? Rockland Contracting? Well, David Hawks, he's the guy that can do it because he's the best at what he does. His phone has been ringing off the hook because of you two percenters. Guess what? That's a good thing. Keep it ringing. 678-879-3867. Deck design and build. He's got this amazing 3D software. You're going to know what you're getting before construction even starts. By the way, if you know how to build a deck, you're any good at it, right? Uh, David Hawks is hiring, and he's paying pretty darn good. Also specializing in basement remodel, new HVAC installation, and more. RocklandContractingLLC.com, 678-879-3867. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating Create Graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, Graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide-format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. You want to know when the best time to upgrade your house? Always, always a good idea. It's great for your property value, especially if you're in the business of trying to sell it right now. And definitely the kitchen and definitely the bath. UCI Kitchen and Bath, that's where you need to be. They've been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator plus installer for the past 20 years. Extremely fair prices, quality of work, excellent service, 
uh, sets them apart from their competitors in their industry, which is a busy, busy industry. So if you want to visit the showroom located in Norcross, Georgia, right there, you can see their cabinets, you can see the granite, you can see the countertops, you can see the quartz, you can see the marble, you can see the quartzite, and you can watch them cut it there too. It's a one-stop shop as UCI Kitchen and Bath also provides the installation on whatever you buy. Let's save you some cash. Mention the BS, you get 10% off regular priced countertops. So, save some money. Mention the Bailey Show podcast, 10% off regular priced countertops. UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to the Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing podcastthebs.com it's better than radio and back to you jason all right so we got some good we got some bad how about some ugly and the ugly this is really ugly scary and ugly because i don't know if you've ever seen a broken finger or not but it's fucking nasty chess robots breaks finger of seven-year-old opponent uh, this is this is coming from the head of the Moscow Chess Federation, all right? And it is the first, uh, definitely in chess. I, I, I'm sure a robot at some point has broken a human being's bone or something, but after one player makes a move his opponent doesn't like, the opponent breaks his fingers. Uh, it actually happened this the other week at the Moscow Open. This was extremely unusual circumstances, so one player was a robot, the other a seven-year-old kid. It seems the boy was moving too quickly, and he just, I guess they're thinking maybe he didn't wait long enough for the robot to complete a move of its own, and the robotic arm grabbed the boy's finger, and it shows it in the, in the video, grabs the boy's finger and breaks the child's finger. I mean, just the robot grabs it and breaks it. Um the video shows people rushing to the table to attempt to free the boy from the robot's grip. The good news, the kid identified only as Christopher didn't seem too upset about the whole thing and actually returned to play the following day with his finger in a cast. That a boy. Nice job, Christopher. That's freaky though. Robots are breaking people's fingers, huh? Yeah, I'm watching. Did you guys watch? Are you watching it right now? Yeah, because I, did, I didn't realize there's a kid across the the table from him. While this is all going on, all these adults are freaking out about this robot grabbing this. The kid's just sitting there. I think he's picking his nose. He's just like, oh, what's new? Um, robot just breaking my buddy's finger. No big deal. <laughs> and, and, and this kid, this kid will be desensitized to it. Like it's it's normal for a robot to possibly break your finger or something like that. Which is crazy, right? I mean, to think that a, like an actual robot broke a human being's bone. This is Terminator stuff. I was about to say, this is the origin story of John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, And why, why does it need to be that strong? It, the only job is to pick up chess pieces. You don't need to be able to break a human bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're saying that the kid moved, like, moved too quickly, right? So the, the, the computer was, or the robot arm... And it's literally, it's not like, you know, if you, it's, if you want to Google, you'll see a picture of it, but it, it's, it's, it looks like literally, a. it's like, like the drink server on the cruise, that robot bartender. Right. But the, the actual arm looks like maybe the back of uh, like a TV, you know, when you're on the wall, you know, like the thing where it extends. And that yeah. Kind of thing. But the, the, the robot's supposed to read the moves and what you're supposed to be done. And I guess probably pause. And in the robot's case, the robot pauses and so, you know, there's a pause. The kid acted too quickly. And it's kind of funny how the, the story reads. It's defending the robot. Like, is it the fucking kid's fault? The, yeah. It's the, it's the, the, kid, the kid moved really quickly, and the robot just didn't recognize. You know, you're swimming in the shark's backyard. So, you know, he's not really after you. He's just going to bite you one way or the other. The alligator lived there before you did. You do realize that, right? You know, when have you heard that defense with somebody moving into a neighborhood. Well, your neighbor shot you, but he's been there for 10 years. You kind of moved <laughs> in on his turf. <laughs> that doesn't work. So, you know, the, the kid takes precedence here. The kid got fucked over. 
Yeah, if you if you watch the video, he actually has a piece that's over in the left hand corner, and he moves it to a couple spaces in the center. And while he's holding it, the robot comes down and grab. So the robot's trying to grab that piece, but his fingers are right there, and then he breaks it. So I don't know if he moved too fast. I think they're just defending the robot. I just think it didn't know how to read the difference between somebody holding a piece and a piece just sitting there. Broken fingers freak me out. That's why I put it under the ugly. I don't know if I've ever broken a finger. I I might have and just never took care of it to fix it because, you know, when I played football, you know, I've got fingers that are crooked had fingers that were turned upside down and the coach just, you know, pulled it back and flipped it around. And, you know, you just wrap some, some tape around it and you're good and rub it in some dirt. It was like the fingers weren't that important, you know? Yeah, you no. Know, if you break your leg, yeah, it's important. You gotta go to the hospital. You gotta go to the doctor. You break your arm, same thing. Got a head injury, chest, something like that. Shoulder, okay. Fingers, fuck it. You know, it's just a broken finger. <laughs> That's what the coaches would do. <laughs> and this kid's gonna be an adult, getting married, and and she's gonna feel his his thick knuckle and be like, oh baby, what happened? It was an old tennis or an old uh, chest injury from back when I was seven. <laughs> An old tennis injury. <laughs> is, it the, injury. is it the shirt? Is it the Atlanta <laughs> Open shirt that I'm wearing? I, I was just thinking about it. I, I was seeing it in your, your nice uh, polo. You look very fancy. Thank you. Yes. And I'm wearing, I know you can't see it, but I'm wearing khaki shorts too. And I tuck my shirt in. Oh. oh. I, 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 I look presentable when I'm on the te- uh, tennis channel. I guess the tennis channel this week has has been doing me a, a huge solid. And they're they're covering everything that I'm doing. So that's cool. I, w- I just wish I could see it. I don't see it. I don't have tennis. Yeah, channel. well, thank God uh, Brandon's been DVRing it so you guys can watch it together all week next he, week. Yeah, I don't think he has. He says he I does. actually don't have it. He says he doesn't have it, but I think he does because um, I asked him what cable provider he has, and that cable provider does offer it. I just don't think What's he does. It says, uh, you do not subscribe to this. Upgrade now or cancel. I'm like, ah, cancel. Oh, he's in the, he has the economy class cable TV. Just upgrade it. I'll pay you back. <laughs> or it's, it's probably a free trial. It's for a week. No big deal. Why don't you check it out? I mean, how, how much is going to be? You know, I, 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 I'm going to buy the app just because I'm going to watch it, but I can't re, I don't think I can record off the app. So it's kind of pointless to buy it now. Um, I do have a friend that's, that's recording. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, I, I don't care one way or the other, but it, it was cool. I mean, the, the week has been great. You know, the, the, the XO. Earlier in the week with Coco Golf, I don't know if you're familiar with who Coco Golf is, but she's a young African American tennis player, female tennis player, and that girl is the just a superstar. She, I, I can't say enough nice things about that that young lady. She is such a superstar. She is, you know, if you've ever been around somebody that's got the it presence. I've always wished I had it, right? I don't. Some radio personalities have it. I just never have had the it presence. Um, but when you're in in a room with somebody that does have that presence, they, they, don't, they don't try for it. They don't work for it. It's just there. It's part of their DNA. The Rock has that it presence, right? Um, she's got it. And it's it's just a sight to see. She is she's got a smile that will light up a an entire city. She when she speaks, you're listening and you're laughing and you like her. I mean, she's great. She's a great tennis player. On top of all that, so uh, that was a lot of fun. And then the dudes are great. You know, the Nick Kyrgioses of the world, which I'm a big fan of. Um, uh, Thanasi Kokonakis is here. He's pretty cool. I like him. He's one of my faves. So. Just gotta make sure I don't fuck up the words, fuck up the names. Yeah. <laughs> anything, anything crazy happen? Uh, not injuries or any hecklers or anything? No, not so far. I mean, uh, so every year there's usually some drama. Like last year, I quit in the middle of it because I almost beat up yeah. one of the guys I worked with. And a long story, but not my fault, uh, of course. And uh, so none of that this year. It's weird. It's a different vibe this year. It's a really positive vibe this year. Jill's doing a great job as my producer. Um, she's, she's, I think, maybe a little bit too into the tennis players. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> then she's it's a horny 30-year-old. She's, uh, she's, she's very busy on our downtime DMing the players at the tournament. <laughs> And they're DMing. Hey, if you need a back rub. I'm right here. <laughs> and they're and they're DMing her back. By the way, 
She, oh, I'm sure. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting to watch. She baits them with a post. She uses the tournament handle and the show handle, and she tags them, then gets a direct message back, and then goes in for the kill. Uh, so I was like, you know, I know where they're all staying if you want to, you know, make a late night just walk over. And she's like, really, where's that? I was like, really? Is that how that works? <laughs> room to room to room. <laughs> she's just knock on doors, dude. It's not the biggest of hotels. Just knock on doors. Uh, are your, uh, are your sweatshop employees doing okay out there? Sweatshop employees. Who's that? Your, your court caddy people. Oh yeah. <laughs> My daughter's friends. Look, with all with all the, the the events and the food and the drink that I give to her friends, they can give me a couple hours this week to to sell some my cork caddies. Uh yeah, they they're they're fine too. Her new boyfriend is a that guy's good. He's a good dude. He did something this week. So we've got this uh, like vendor parking where where it's it's closer than the parking garage and it's this little area that they have for us. And it wasn't even dark out and Ariel's like, I got to go to my car to get something. And he goes, well, you're not going alone. And she goes, why not? And he goes, because I'm not letting you walk to your car alone. I'll go with you. Dude, you win. That was awesome. Good move for a 16 year old, 17 year old kid. That was, that was, that was like top notch right there. So uh, I, I liked it. And he's a hard worker. He doesn't complain he, he's a little quiet, maybe a little shy. He's not the best seller. You know, he's, he's not a, he doesn't have the gift of gab, but he's just a good dude, right? And they're out there, and they're selling some of them. You know, some people are buying them. They like them, so it's pretty cool. I'm still waiting for that guy to come up and say, I want to order 10,000 of them right now. I got cash. There's a big check. There's a big check. It's a big check, a glossy check, and I want to take a picture with you, and I want to order 10,000 my court caddies. Can I do that? And do I get a discount? Yes, sir, I'll give you a discount. <laughs> you tell me what your <laughs> discount is, actually, all right? Yeah. <laughs> actually, we did have somebody inquire. They're like, if I buy 100 of these, would you give me a discount? I was like, if you buy 10 or more, I'll give you a discount. <laughs> I, I was like, I'll give you 10% off uh, if you buy 10 of them. They're like, well, I, want to, I think I want to buy 100. I was like, I can I can sell you a hundred. I've got a hundred. He's like, you've got a hundred in stock. I was like, I do have a hundred in stock. He's like, okay, I'll be back, you know, later on in the tournament. So, haven't seen him yet. He's only got a couple more days as the tournament ends on Sunday. So we'll see. All right, podcastbs.com. Thanks so much for uh, those of you that subscribe. We continue to give out free beer each and every week. Thanks to Pontoon Brewing. We will do that again this week, just like we did last week. Um, we also have another prize from Atlanta Grill Company, AtlantaGrillCompany.com, that we will start discussing next week. But for you premium subscribers that are getting the commercial-free episodes, uh, remember that um, you're automatically entered into this. You're the only people that can win all the good stuff that we have. Uh, also, when the podcast and pours two information uh, is available and we start going on sale for the tickets there, you'll uh, be able to win the tickets. So subscribers only will be able to win the tickets. So, you know, it's only $4.99 a month for you non-subscribers. I know it's like, uh, do I pay for it? Why would I pay for it? And this and this and that. You are paying that. Uh, I will tell you where your money goes to. Your money goes to a possible haircut for Brandon. Someday he could possibly get a haircut and move to the big city of Carrollton if you subscribe today, right, Brandon? Tell them about it. Yeah, so I can backflow all the hose. Backflow. That's what he wants to do. He just wants to backflow the hose. <laughs> if you could help out, with my nice hair flow. Uh, thanks for the uh, uptick in subscribers on the YouTube page. We've uh, something's happening. I don't know what's happening. What we're doing differently, but it's it's good. We're getting a lot more eyes and ears on on our content on our social media, which, I mean, if it's as simple as changing a color or changing some of the graphics, like, that's weird how this world works. But uh, it's great. So thank you for subscribing to the YouTube page, The Bailey Show Podcast on YouTube. Thanks for liking, following, and all that good stuff on all of our social media channels. Uh, that's Instagram, that's TikTok, that's Facebook, and then that private 2% or Facebook group. And you can get to all that stuff from the website, podcastthebs.com. Also on there, our merch store. Also on there, you can sign up for our newsletter, which uh, I'll get one out uh, probably in the next week or so. I'm just waiting for some information to trickle 
trickle, trickle, trickle in, trickle down, and uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll. All right, with that being said, Nate, you got anything before we get out? If Brandon moves away from home, does August follow? Ooh, or does he even <laughs> know about it if he makes a phone call? Because he's deaf. Yeah, in here. Uh, anyway, Brandon, go ahead. Uh, Skynet is here. Yes, it is. I agree with that. All right, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.